Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Packers now out to a handy 20 points to nil lead, uh, about three minutes remaining in that second quarter. So issues galore there for the Dallas Cowboys. 0457736736. Talking sporting transitions today in light of Steve Smith. He went from number eight batter wrist spinner to number three and four and the rest of it. Now opening the batting for Australia as the first test against the West Indies gets underway in Adelaide on Wednesday. Just back to, to uh, 516s query about Matt Short's first class career 53 matches, 2,610 runs, highest score of 134 average of 34.8 strike rate of 51, so 400s 14.50, so you know, reasonable nothing groundbreaking there for Matt Short, but he's you know, a world class whiteboard player. Speaking of cricket let's get our good friend Lockham McCurdy on the line of course, because all the talk ahead of the second test has been this move of Steve Smith to open, her opinion's been well, divided, to put it mildly, but it does add another layer of interest to a series that many assume will be one-sided. And then, of course, in the Big Bash, the crowds have been strong, the ratings have been strong. And Cricket Australia will no doubt be bullish that the tournament is on its path back to its former glory. Lockie McCurdy from Code Sports is on the line right now. Morning, Lockie. Morning, Jules. Good to be with you. Sporting transitions. It doesn't just have to be within a sport. You know, it could be you know, from one career to another. You got any that spring to mind? Oh, it's hard to go past some of the classics of the genre in terms of maybe not so much success, but uh, they were fun to watch. Thinking Joey playing for the New South Wales Blues in a couple of games. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he got some runs in that second dig too. It shows what they thought of the format, didn't it, at the time? Mm. It was this Mickey Mouse stuff. Do you remember when Channel 9 first commentated and they had like the, the retro kits, Australia and New Zealand, and the commentators decided to sit there with the shirts unbuttoned, no tie, with, oh, yeah, this is a bit of fun, this isn't going to take off, and now it's it's the lifeblood of world cricket. It's incredible. And that first game that, that Joey played for the Blues was David Warner's second ever game for New South Wales as well. He had debuted the game before, so it's a... Uh, Quite different uh, yeah. career trajectories in uh, T20 cricket there as well. Indeed. Yeah, fascinating times. Okay, first test gets underway against the West Indies in a couple of days. It's, you know, we've talked at length about the demise of West Indies cricket and you know, Kyle Mays is not here and Jason Holder's not here and the rest of it. But um, you know, the thing about it is uh, we're hoping, and as I said, maybe we find another diamond in the rough like we saw in the Pakistan series with the Mar- Amir Jamal, you know, in this Shamar Joseph at... I don't think anybody's expecting much of a contest, but it'd be nice if we can, you know, get behind some rising talents in this West Indies squad. Absolutely. I think you, you singled out Shamar Joseph there, and he was the one who just looked like he maybe had a little bit of X factor in that warm-up game and, and was getting the ball going a little bit at a good pace and getting it moving around. And 
obviously with um, Alzari there as well, it could be a, a nice combination. And look, it's funny to think we've still got Kimar Roach rolling around as well after what he did to sort of ponting at the back Ricky, end of yeah. his career. He, he'll be back here again. So on their day, if all their bowling uh, quicks can kind of get it going, it, it could be a really interesting series. But I think you're right that the consensus seems to be it's a, we're hoping that there might be a, a good amount of resistance there, but I don't think anyone's mm. quite that optimistic. But if they can maybe get a bit of a ball moving around in Adelaide early and some bowler-friendly conditions and make some inroads, Smith's first test as an opener, who knows what could happen. But, yeah, I think you're right when you say it just feels unlikely at the moment. Oh, they're big ifs. Their, their batting just can't possibly hold up against this bowling lineup. Yeah, that That's a problem mm. that they have, probably worse than... Than their bowling. Like, I haven't really discussed this with you, Lockie, about Smith's move to opener. And it's interesting, he, he said, nobody took it seriously. I, I sort of casually mentioned it during the Ashes when Davey said, you know, Sydney, Pakistan, if picked, could be my last test. And all of a sudden, I wonder if I could do this. And I go, yeah, okay, mm. so whatever. Yeah, thanks, Mudge. We'll take it on advisement, see how you go. And then in Sydney, you know, no, I'm, no, I'm dead serious about this. And it seems to me, you know, for all the, the hoo ha about Bancroft's omission, it seems to me that. This was less about opening with Smith and really just about incorporating Cameron Green in that side once again. Yeah, that's the impression I get, that it was, okay, how can we get Cameron Green into this side? And for for a long time, I mean, speaking to a lot of other journalists who covered this uh, recent series against Pakistan, before the, the squad was announced last week, we all thought it was just going to be Cameron Green opening the batting. Um, we kind of felt that the Smith option was there, but they didn't really want to rock the boat too much. So there was a lot of surprise when they did come around to this decision. So I think you're right. Green getting into the side is the main one. But I I like the idea of this new challenge for Smith. The point's been raised over the weekend and David Warner kind of mentioned it after the, the Sydney smash that he's gotten out to sort of bowling plans a lot of the time where people don't bowling short, doing funky fields. You're not going to do that with the new ball as much. You're going to have your standard three slips, a gully, um, a deep fine leg sort of thing. And, and you're not going to really want to kind of push the envelope early. And that could give Smith a chance to really build into his innings and uh, get going early. So it, it is the sort of thing where it could extend his career if it uh, gives him a new lease of life uh, up the top of the order. Well, the thing about it is that, you know, he's been makeshift opener there's a number of times in his career. He's come in with the first two overs or the first 10 overs. And every mm-hmm. time he's done that, he's averaged prolifically. So you wouldn't back against him. Is it true David Warner's going to charge the chopper to Cricket Australia? The cost of the chopper to Cricket Australia? Well, from, from the sounds of things and having spoken to him a little bit um, across the last week, covering Chopper Gate, as we like to call it, um, he was really the one that was proactive on this. He was kind of helping organise it and getting options and making sure that they were all keen to, to get on board with it. But I, I think I saw there was a reported cost of about $5,000. And okay. look, I'm sure Warner would be, be fine uh, without that if, he, if no one else is chipping in. But I think even if CA or New South Wales, I think in terms of the spectacle that they got out of it uh, at the SEG last Friday night, sold out the biggest Sixers home crowd uh, in um, history at the SCG and just Warner was fantastic with the crowd and the signatures. Smith was superb as well. He was one of the last on the ground kind of chatting the fans, taking selfies. I think it might not have been the best get the field, but I think fans get their money's worth and I think it was a, another brilliant spectacle for the big bash. 
Well, clearly the tournament has been boosted by the return of the Australian internationals. The shortened schedule, we've seen crowd numbers up and we've seen uh, viewing numbers up as well. And it's going to be uh, contracted even more next season. And finally, you know, this is the thing, you sort of need to have the drops before you get back to the peaks. Uh, Warner would expect better returns. He dropped, I think, the first ball last night. Just quickly, he's running out of time, uh, Lockie. It's sort of getting to the pointy end now. Adelaide Strikers, they're a side that have all the momentum. Oh, certainly. They're, they've built a really nice um, repertoire over the last kind of couple of weeks. Um, Matt Short, I heard you talking about him before, is in scintillating form. He's incredible. He scored 200 runs more than anyone else in this competition, and I think it's the, the record for most runs when someone's only played those sort of nine games. So, yeah, I think they've got a really nice balance. It just depends whether Scorchers or Sixers win this next game, because I, I think they'll struggle if they go over to Perth, but... Up in Sydney with their spin tactics at the moment, I think that could uh, work really well in their favour. Yeah, nice to see the Brisbane beat, Brisbane Heat back and competing as well. Mm-hmm. All right, before we let you go, what is happening in Code Sports this week? Yeah, just looking forward to this uh, Big Bash final series. Lots to like. Uh, Socky continues to, to absolutely kill it, so hopefully maybe a little bit more, more of a read on him during the week. That was funny, actually. You know, it's, oh, we, we touched base with them early. Oh, I don't even know if I'm going to be playing in this 11 for the Sydney Smash. And just cleaned up the top three. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> you still got it. Shame that his calves are shot and, you know, 39 years of age. And mm. maybe he wants to start making little O'Keefe's. And I'll leave it at that. Great to get your thoughts, as always, Lachlan. Thank you. Good to chat. Anytime, Jules. It's Lockie McCurdy from Code Sports. 0457 736 736. It's set on my screen. Super coach. I don't know if he coaches kids' teams. Lachlan, I might have to ask him about that. He's a very smart man. Very smart man. I didn't get his thoughts on four-day tests. But if anyone out there reckons they have a solution, because what I find is that our listeners generally have all sorts of theories, sort of not quite Joel Kane-level theories, but theories nonetheless of how to fix issues across a whole gamut of sports. So if you know how to speed test cricket up, I'd want to hear from you today. Is it feasible that you get four-day tests and 100 overs in? And the other thing, people are saying, okay, four-day tests, and could you have a reserve day? Well, it kind of defeats a purpose then if you have four-day tests to squeeze another test into a schedule. 0457 736 736, you're on summer mornings.